0: This is a Looney Studios Podcast. Hello and welcome to Aeerd Talks. I am Hunter Looney, the Game Master. Uh, This show is here to dive deeper into the world of Aeerd, which is traversed in Aeerd Tales. And for the next little bit, I'll be the only one on air Talks uh, because of Leah and Noah's busy schedules. But they'll join us again later this season. So today we're going to talk about, the, um, about orientations, gender, and sex organs. And I'm going to try to do my best to explain this. And I may make some mistakes, but I'm going to try my best. Uh, we're going to start out with some definitions and descriptions. And then we'll dive into each a little more. I'm not going to pretend like I know everything about these subjects. Uh, Think of this as an introduction. And I used to teach science and biology once upon a time, so spoiler alert, I'll be using some terms for body parts, etc. We're first going to define some terms so that we're working on the same page. And then go over things, how things are in the real world here on Earth. So... For the first little bit this is going to be just how things are on earth and how things are defined that way so let's start with gender uh, a person's gender identity is the internal perception of one's own gender how one labels themselves based on their current perception of gender for gender identity uh, a lot of people uh, it's based on social uh, and cultural constructs of gender. And what is expected of somebody that identifies as that gender. That Those were some really complicated sentences to say. And on Earth here, in our world currently, at the recording of this, uh, a, a percentage of society currently uh, believes that there's only two genders of male and female. And that they or other people must conform to certain expectations with whatever gender society assigns them. But this is a binary view of gender. Um, some th- think that people must be one of those two choices and those choices are defined by what they were assigned at birth depending on whatever sexual organs they were born with. But gender identity is not determined by sex organs. And that gender identity um, duality or um, where it's just two genders and it's that that binary view is not accurate with how complex the world is. So um, let's use an example person. Let's call them person A. Their gender would be located in their brain because this is how someone perceives themselves. Female and male are not the only categories for gender. There are others, and then there are people that just disregard the categories and labels. And as with anything in the real world on Earth, uh, like the world is way more vibrant, intricate, and, and more complex than just very binary views of things. Or um, putting things into boxes. So let's move on to sexual orientation. Remember, we're just defining stuff right now. So sexual orientation is who a person is attracted to romantically, sexually and or emotionally or not attracted to. Um, And it is generally described based on what gender the individuals involved are. So let's take that example person again, person A. Uh, Sexual orientation would be located in person A's heart but like in a fairy tale type way where the heart is where a person's feelings are so that's obviously not like where it actually is but just think of it that way. So I like explaining uh, sexual orientation that way because like it's not a choice. People don't just decide oh hey I'm going to be heterosexual and uh, it's once again it's way more complex than all that Um, and so uh, somebody doesn't choose to be heterosexual homosexual asexual uh, uh, aromantic whatever they don't choose it Um, but that's not to say somebody can't change over time because people change over time. Uh, on so many different aspects Um, and there's not just heterosexuals and homosexuals running around and just like I said before like as with everything it's way more complicated than that but we're just defining sexual orientation right now we'll dive deeper into that in a second so let's talk about sex or sex organs so sex refers to the sexual organs that somebody has So some people at the time of recording believe there's only individuals that are born with penises, which they then call males, and then there's only individuals that are born with vaginas that they are then called females, Uh, and that those people make up exactly 50% of the population of each of those. But that's not actual facts or how the world is. That's not how Earth works. Real world Earth. Um... There are people born with varying degrees of both male and female genitalia both externally and internally. Um and these people are currently called uh intersect individu- intersex individuals, not intersect. Intersex individuals. Uh these intersex individuals make up about the same percentage of population as people with red hair and that that percentage is uh, a whole bunch of different uh things across the spectrum of varying degrees of each uh, specific sexual organ um so if we're using our example again with person a um, the person a this the sex of person a would be their genitals what they have physically Alright, so moving on. Now that we're working on the same definitions, um, as best I could explain them, <laughs> to start off with, um, I, I describe what goes on in somebody's brain with their gender, uh, what goes some, uh, on in someone's heart with their sexual orientation, you know, like in a fairy tale heart, not like that's not where we have our feelings, but. And then we have um, what's going on with their genitals. Uh, Called their sex. So let's take a deeper dive into each of those so some people believe there is a, a spectrum between male and female genders and Or masculine and feminine genders and that they fall somewhere in that spectrum while others feel that they don't even want to be confined to that specific spectrum or that they oscillate between Uh, And around and in and out of that spectrum, however and whenever they feel like it. So there are cisgender people who identify with that gender that they are assigned to as birth. And this usually corresponds with their sex as determined by their sexual organs. So this would be like somebody that's born with a penis uh, at at birth uh, and then they identify their uh, gender identity as male. There are uh, and uh, a female, uh, somebody that identifies cisgender female would be somebody that has a vagina, has ovaries and identifies as a female. So there are also transgender individuals who identify with a gender differently than what they were assigned at birth. Um, there are people who believe that there's only a binary definition of gender as in male and female. And that these genders are at two different ends of the gender spectrum. But, like we were saying, there can be people outside of this spectrum. There can be people be people in between. There can be people that move around this, move out of this. Um, there's non-binary individuals that... This is kind of a blanket term currently used to refer to individuals that don't conform to this uh, just male or female. And this could be, they feel this like their whole life. They feel this every day. They could feel it sometimes of the day. It, it's not, none of these terms in gender identity should be prescriptive and shouldn't last. Like people can change their mind. People change over time. Um, There are also gender fluid individuals that move between the genders and have a fluctuating gender identity. There's also agender individuals that don't identify with any gender. And there's sometimes there's people that identify as two genders. Um, They feel like they're both genders at the same time or they fluctuate and they're known as bigender. Polygender or multigender is where like uh, an individual would identify with multiple genders at once. And people who are gender uh, apathetic do not identify or care about uh, being any particular gender. There are so many other terms, and I know I just threw a bunch of terms at you. Um, but this is an introduction, right? So those are the ones I'm going to touch on now. Uh, but once again, the world is a complex place. It is very diverse out there. There's so many different people. And people feel differently about their gender Um, just because they spent their childhood um, identifying as, let's say, female doesn't mean that they want to or have to feel like they have to identify as female the rest of their life as an adult and so on. Um, They can if that's what they want to, but they, they don't have to. So sex in the real world, uh, remember, uh, we're talking about sexual organs here. Uh, People have penises, testes, vaginas, ovaries, and um, other various uh, bits and pieces that connect and work with those. And varying degrees of any of those and anywhere in between. Um, There's individuals with penises and ovaries and so on and so on and so on. Um, currently, a fair amount of society assigns a child's gender at birth, depending on whatever sexual organs they're born with. Um, and um, this can be most prevalently seen in what's currently called, like, gender reveal parties. It really should be sex reveal parties, like, because they aren't old enough to determine what gender they assign, they want to think they are like they have as a gender identity Uh, that that was a big complicated (laughs) sentence Um, so um, after a child grows up um, some uh, 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 people or it it could be even while they're still um, under age they could start to determine and feel like they are a transsexual which would mean that they identify as not the sex that they were assigned to at birth. They don't have the sexual organs that align with what they, their gender identity is. And um, there, there's transsexuals that want to transition to um, having different parts. There's some uh, transsexuals that want to stay having the same parts they have. Um, and everywhere in between um uh generally in on earth uh to reproduce sperm is usually fertilize eggs eggs being created in ovaries uh, sperm being created by testes and usually there's there's delivery system for them to meet up using the penis and the vagina um and currently at the time of recording there are a lot of people who use like gender and sex as meaning the same thing which they are not even close to the same thing. All right, so in the real world, um, well, once again, with sex and sexual organs, like the world is very complex, okay? there it's, It is so, so complex out there. Um, it is not just a blanket, there's males or females, this is what parts they have. That's just not how it works. Alright, orientations in the real world, so we've defined orientation as who a person is or isn't attracted to romantically, sexually, emotionally, and generally based on what gender the individuals involved are. So let's get into some specifics of these orientations. So heterosexuals are attracted to a gender different from their own. Commonly, gender binary individuals, males and females, are used in examples for heterosexuals. Um, Homosexuals are attracted to a gender that's the same as their own. Once again, commonly gender binary individuals such as female, female, male, male. Um, Bisexuals are individuals who are attracted to two or more genders. Uh, Commonly, these individuals are attracted to men and women, but it could be uh, applied to more genders and could be non-binary individuals involved as well. Um, uh, pansexuals are attracted to, um, all genders and or do not concern themselves with the gender of someone they are attracted to. Um, also of note, bisexuals and pansexuals do not have to be equally attracted to each gender. Um, asexual individuals do not experience sexual attraction. Um, aromantic uh, individuals do not experience romantic attraction and also note someone can be aromantic uh, without being asexual and vice-versa. Uh, sometimes the term ace is used to describe or as a shorter term of asexuals and demisexuals um, only experience sexual attraction after forming a strong emotional or romantic bond first. So those were a lot of different orientations thrown out at you. There's way more out there. Uh, once again, this is an introduction. Uh, uh, monogamous individuals are people who have or are open to having consensual relationships with only one other person at a time. Uh, polyamorous individuals are people who have or are open to having consensual, consensual relationships with multiple people at the, at the same time. And currently at the time of recording, Earth, the real world, is a heteronormative place in most areas. This means that heterosexuality is viewed as the norm, quotation marks around norm, and that sex, gender, sexuality, and gender roles all should align under that view. But that's, that's what the world, like currently at the time of recording, what heteronormative means like everything should just fall into line under this quotation normal view and within this view it is also assumed that most people are cisgendered heterosexual um, or cishet meaning cisgendered and heterosexual um, and it's also assumed by many people currently at the time recording that most individuals must be in a monogamous relationship to achieve happiness. All of that is just to say that is what currently is happening. And then there is a lot of fallout on individuals that do not conform to that heteronormative very thin slice of what the world should be like. There is a lot of negativity uh, from individuals towards people that are not conforming to that. Um, Obviously, I've said a bunch of times right now, the real world Earth is way more complex than that. But all of this was just an introduction to these topics. It is by no means like an end-all be-all informational thing of all this. Um, Do some research. Dive into it yourself. Um, There is way more terms and there's a lot of research and if you're a person that likes like percentages of populations and stuff like that there's so much out there um estimates of course of everything so that was all real world earth specific stuff so now this last little bit let's talk about some of the things in the fictional world of a yard that a little bitty differences of well, little bitty being relative, differences from the real world. So from here forward, we're talking fictional. Everything before this was factual and real-life Earth stuff. From here going forward, it's fictional. Okay, So gender in a yard, um, in regards specifically to gender and gender identity, The only real difference I think Ayurid has is that most of the people on this planet don't have a stringent or strict view on gender and or gender identities, and that gender roles are not even close to being the same as they historically have been on Earth. I wanted this fictional world to be what I hope the future is like in the real world, where people are not as hung up on... Uh, gender roles as they are on earth currently each person can just be themselves and pursue whatever they want to do and be whatever they want to be without having all these external factors pressing down on them on what supposedly their gender should do um as long as someone is not encroaching on another person's ability to do that. Um, so, that person has a chance to define for themselves their place in the world and not be confined to certain criteria just because of what society thinks that somebody of their gender could do. So, that's what I think of gender in the world of a the fictional world that I made is to hopefully have some glimpse of the, the future that I hope happens on Earth. Um, so let's go into orientations and sex in the world of Aird. So sexual orientations are mostly the same on Aird, um but the percentage of people that are each different orientation and stuff are different from Earth, but I won't begin to quantify that right now, though. Um The only addition that I think in the world of a would have would be species sexuals, which is um, where a person would only be attracted to someone of their same species. So let's use um, person A as an example again. So person A is a human in a and if they were a species sexual, then they wouldn't be a, they wouldn't have the cha- they wouldn't be attracted to person B who is an orc. But, if person A was not species sexual, then they could be attracted to person B who's an orc if they were an orc that they found attractive. So, um, that's mainly the orientations part. So, in regards to sex and sex organs, a big change that might be a little hard to grasp for some people is that males, females... Intersex individuals can become pregnant from each other. Um, Some uh, some examples are that a a female individual could impregnate another female individual. An intersex individual could impregnate another intersex individual. A male individual could impregnate another male individual or anywhere in between. Also, different sentient species can also impregnate one another. So, an example, again, let's say person B is an orc who is a um, female. Um, She could then impregnate person A who is a human male or vice versa. Just, there's one example. In the fictional world of herd. Um one last thing. The uh ratio of people born with sexual organs of male, female, and intersex in varies in a earth and even varies species to species. Uh here are the real world percentages to est- uh, estimates at the time of recording. So these are earth estimates. Intersex. Individuals make up one to five 1.5 to 2% of the Earth's population. Male individuals make up 50.8% of Earth's population. And female individuals make up 47.2% of Earth's population. These are the sexual organs of the makeup of Earth's population. Those are real world percentages for Earth, not air. So, a urge percentages would vary species to species, continent continent to continent. Um, But since this is an introduction, like, I won't quantify that here. Um, So, that brings us to the end of this episode of Talks. I tried my best to explain three separate topics that are very complicated. If I made any mistakes, if there's anything I should add, please reach out to me. Um... On the next uh, episode of Aird Talks, we'll dive deeper into the sentient species of Aird, specifically the genus of hominems, ho- hominids, which include humans, gnomes, giants, and others. So, let's take care, care of some housekeeping here at the end. Um, our adventures encounter magical items, and I want to invite everyone to visit patreon.com slash loonystudios. The link's in the description, and on the front page, there is a link to a Google form where anyone can submit an idea for a magical item. Anyone can do this. You don't have to be a patron. You can do this anonymously. You can um, put your name or username to receive credit if you want. We're not collecting emails there or anything. Please add to that list. This is one of Noah's favorite in-game activities, is getting those new magical items. And while you're there, you could also check out Looney Studios' Patreon if you want. uh, And you could even become a patron uh, where you would gain access to this podcast early, among other perks. And uh, here uh, are two of our patrons, uh, Katrina and Renee. Thank you for supporting Looney Studios and Tales. And Looney Studios can be found at looneystudios.com and at social media platforms listed in the description. Please give a review on your favorite podcasting site, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube, and submit magical items on our Patreon. The Looney family hopes you have a wonderful day. That was a Looney Studios podcast.